0: never shall be world without end amen praise ye the lord the lord's name be praised
1: our king and saviour draweth nigh o come let us adore him o come let us sing unto the lord let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 9 is on page 351. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will speak of all thy marvelous works.
0: I will be glad and rejoice in thee. Yea, my songs
1: will I make of thy name, O thou most highest. While mine enemies are driven back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast
0: maintained my right and my cause. Thou hast set in the throne that judges right.
1: Thou hast rebuked the heathen, and destroyed the ungodly. Thou hast put out their name for ever and ever.
0: O thou enemy, thy destructions are come to a perpetual end, even as the cities which thou hast destroyed, whose memorial is perished with them.
1: But the Lord shall endure forever. He hath also prepared his seat for judgment.
0: For he shall judge the world in righteousness, and minister true judgment unto the
1: people. THE LORD ALSO WILL BE A DEFENSE FOR THE OPPRESSED, EVEN A REFUGE IN DUE TIME OF TROUBLE.
0: AND THEY THAT KNOW THY NAME WILL PUT THEIR TRUST IN THEE. FOR THOU, LORD, HAST NEVER FAILED THEM THAT SEEK THEE.
1: O PRAISE THE LORD WHICH DWELLETH IN Zion. SHOW THE PEOPLE OF HIS DOINGS.
0: FOR WHEN HE MAKETH INQUISITION FOR BLOOD, HE REMEMBERETH THEM, AND forgetteth NOT THE COMPLAINT OF THE POOR.
1: HAVE MERCY UPON ME, O LORD, Consider the trouble which I suffer of them that hate me, thou that liftest me up from the gates of death.
0: That I may show all thy praises within the gates of the daughter of Sion, I will rejoice in thy salvation.
1: The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, in the same net which they hid privily and is their foot taken.
0: The Lord is known to execute judgment, the ungodly is trapped in the work of his own hands.
1: The wicked shall be turned to destruction, and all the people that forget God.
0: For the poor shall not always be forgotten. The patient abiding of the meek shall not perish forever.
1: Up, Lord, and let not man have the upper hand. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight.
0: Put them in fear, O Lord, that the heathen may know themselves to be but men.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost
0: as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end
1: amen
3: here beginneth the sixth verse of the second chapter of the book of the prophet isaiah For you have forsaken your people the house of jacob because they are filled with eastern ways they are soothsayers like the philistines and they are pleased with the children of foreigners the land is also full of silver and gold and there is no end to their treasures. Their land is also full of horses, and there is no end to their chariots. Their land is also full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands, that which their own fingers have made. People bow down, and each man humbles himself. Therefore do not forgive them. Enter into the rock and hide in the dust from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled. The haughtiness of man shall be bowed down. And the Lord alone shall be exalted on that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall come upon everything proud and lofty, upon everything lifted up, and it shall be brought low. Upon all the cedars of Lebanon that are high and lifted up, upon all the oaks of Bashan, upon all the high mountains, and upon all the hills that are lifted up, upon every high tower, and upon every fortified wall, upon all the ships of Tarshish, and upon all the beautiful sloops. Loftiness of man shall be bowed down, and the haughtiness of men shall be brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day, but the idols he shall utterly abolish. It shall go into the house, holes of the rocks, into the caves of the earth from the terror of the Lord, The glory of his majesty, he arises to shake the earth mightily. Here endeth the first lesson.
1: Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither but the water, the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So my word that be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty. But it shall accomplish what I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: 29th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Now as soon as they had come out of the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's mother lay sick with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she served them. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were demon-possessed, and the whole city was gathered together at the door. Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons. And he did not allow the demons to speak, because they knew him. Now in the morning, having having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. And he was preaching in their synagogues throughout all Galilee, and casting out demons. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed
1: be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David
0: And grant us thy salvation. O
1: God, may clean our hearts within us.
0: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light. Now, in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead we may rise to life the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the holy ghost now and forever amen o god who art the author of peace and lover of concord in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life whose service is perfect freedom but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord.
4: Amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, our Old Testament lesson is interesting. It seems that Isaiah is is in a portion of his prophetic career where the kingdom of Judah is is undergoing a a time of prosperity and what we see here is the great danger in all of our our spiritual journeys and spiritual lives and that is to be sucked in by the the ideas and concepts of the world where the world promises certain things it promises to fulfill our, our desires and ultimately nothing of this world can ever fulfill our desires they are made of matter and the the things of this world are are don't have a spiritual dimension like we do we are both material beings but we are also spiritual beings and so our ultimate satisfaction in things is not of this earth it is beyond it is God but we are always being tempted and sucked into to trying to acquire things of this world because we don't put our desires in the right order we are led by our desires instead of being controlling and understanding our desires and so these things of this world constantly promise us satisfaction or or happiness or or fame or power in these type of things, and they can never be enough. And the, the, the great subtle danger in these things, why they're so powerful and, and destructive to us is because we try to acquire these things, they don't satisfy, and yet we fool ourselves into thinking, well, then I just need more of this stuff. I just need to double down on these things so but in the end there can never be enough money there can never be we can never be secure enough we can never be powerful enough to alleviate that anxiety because we know somewhere deep down inside us that these things are inadequate but yet we always try to get more and more we hope we can gather these things and be safe and be prosperous and this always draws us away from God and at the same time we see here the the double temptation in not just wanting these things but to actually start to worship these things and what Isaiah is pointing out is the sheer folly of this you know why would we worship things made by the the hands of men why would we worship institutions or or buildings or pieces of art or any of these things that are made just by human hands why would we fetishize these institutions instituted by men and as he points out he talks about hiding in the caves or in the earth what he's talking about is death even death cannot shield someone from the accounting that we that we will face when we see our Creator when we realize how far we've turned away from God and so this is why this this is the season of Advent is a good time to reflect and try to break the bonds that these things have on us and on our lives but then the question is how does that actually occur what are we actually doing and i think here we turn to our new testament lesson where we see that jesus is healing people here and we should note that the people aren't doing anything he's not doing it because they're good people because they've they believe in him he's just starting out his ministry he hasn't even really started preaching yet so they they're just trusting in Jesus as a person and going there with hope for this this healing and I think that's instructive in in as we begin our journeys in Advent and trying to face our own disordered desires and the like where ultimately it is not up to us we're not gaining special skills necessarily in how to deal with these things we are entering into just a very small moment of what I would like to call controlled suffering where we can face our temptations and our sufferings in a controlled manner where we can then stop and ask for God's help to get through these these little mini trials. They're not great trials. They're not monumental things. They're little training aids for us to go through our spiritual journey in trusting in Jesus, where we do not gain special skills to be able to endure suffering so much as we come to Jesus and experience suffering with him and he experiences suffering with us where we can both together endure these things and that's the way that he heals us is to our ultimate goal is union with God and so in these little moments of trial we join with Jesus in these things and then learn to trust in him and not in our own resources and not in the things of this world which just some thoughts about today's lessons
1: continuing with the form of intercession accept o lord our intercessions for all mankind let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations be gracious unto thy church And grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations friends and neighbors reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body or estate. we thine unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honour and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who hast made of one blood all nations of men, for to dwell on the face of the whole earth, and didst send Thy blessed Son to preach peace to them that are far off and to them that are nigh, grant that all men everywhere may seek after Thee and find Thee, bring the nations into Thy fold, Pour out thy spirit upon all flesh and hasten thy kingdom through the same thy son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, Remember, Wednesday is a day that we focus our prayers on, on missions. Thank you, Deacon John. Excellent lesson. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Deacon
0: John.
1: Thank you all. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye-bye, kiddos.
2: Bye. Have a good day, kids. Big kids, little kids. Oh, boy.